Power Tool 1. Meditation. Meditation is not a way of making your mind quiet. It's a way of entering into the quiet that's already there, buried under the 50,000 thoughts the average person thinks every day. Deepak Chopra. What images come to your mind when you think of the word meditation? When I ask my students, Many of them think of a person sitting in a cross-legged position, touching their fingers to their thumbs, repeating a hum sound. So then I ask, what happens when a person meditates? I commonly hear answers like, it's when a person is not thinking of anything or has a still mind. They'll respond that meditation is simply focusing your mind on one particular thing. Some will say it is like daydreaming or guided imagery. What these responses tell me is that many people may be a bit leery of meditation because they really don't know much about it. Let's consider the possibility that meditation is the process of creating a still mind. Try this. Close your eyes for about 30 or 45 seconds and try to create a still mind. Just eliminate all thoughts from happening in your mind for 30 or 45 seconds. Do this now. What did you discover? Was it easy? Most people who try this exercise say it's nearly impossible. This is because the act of trying to make a mind go still is not having a still mind. Trying is mental activity. As we try to still our minds, we notice thoughts popping in and out of our heads. These thoughts come from nowhere into consciousness and seemingly without our control lead to other thoughts, which lead to other thoughts, and so on. This is not a still mind. This is not meditation. Benefits of Meditation Many years ago I worked in a public library. One of the delights of working there was that I had the opportunity to see a lot of books on many topics. I noticed a section of books on meditation. Not knowing anything about meditation at the time, I was intrigued by some of the claims that these books made about meditation. They included a decrease in blood pressure, slowing of brainwave activity, a decrease in resting heart rate, reversing of the aging process, an increase in intelligence, a feeling of being more alive and more alert, and many other positive effects resulting from regular meditation. Other research has mentioned reductions in anxiety levels after beginning the regular practice of meditation. Many stress-related illnesses are alleviated through regular meditation. It has been found to improve the breathing patterns of patients with bronchial asthma and heart conditions. It helps decrease bad cholesterol levels, insomnia, stuttering, blood sugar levels in diabetics, and symptoms of mental illness including depression. Research has conclusively shown that meditation is definitely a useful and effective intervention for both reducing stress and dealing with a wide variety of stress-related illnesses. What about brainwaves? 
Brainwave activity is measured in cycles or rhythms. There are essentially four levels of brainwave activity as measured by an electroencephalograph machine. Beta, this brainwave is predominant when people are awake, alert, and fully aware of what is happening. Higher beta brainwave levels correspond with higher stress levels. Alpha occurs during times of daydreaming, early periods of sleep, light hypnosis, and relaxation techniques. Theta and delta occur primarily during sleep, while dreaming, and deep hypnosis, and when you meditate. Here's where the body gets the most critical restorative rest, repairs itself, and the immune system works most efficiently. Meditation and Sleep It usually takes over an hour or two for the mind to settle down into these deeper levels of brainwave activity that allows healing to occur. Our body needs some time to wind down from the day's stress. Meditation can accelerate this process. One interesting study, which really motivated me to learn more about meditation, described the brainwave activity of those who meditate. Researchers used an electroencephalograph to determine if there were any unique changes in brainwave activity while test subjects were meditating. They found that people who meditated were able to reach deeper levels of brainwave activity and thus enjoyed deeper levels of rest in as little as five minutes of meditation. Interestingly, the meditators were awake and entirely conscious while they meditated. The researchers called this level of deep rest while meditating a hypometabolic state. In addition to the slowing of brainwave activity, other calming events take place in meditators. Heart rates and breathing rates can slow dramatically. Both of these measures indicate a profound decrease in the stress response. In practicing meditation, my heart rate has often been as low as 30 beats per minute and my breathing rate has been low as only one inhalation and exhalation per minute. As I read these reports and studies on meditation, I was fascinated. Very few things have such powerful and positive effect on the human condition without any negative side effects. I decided to look for someone who could teach me how to meditate, but I had no luck. This was back in 1988. There was no internet at the time. Then one day I was reading the local newspaper and I spotted an advertisement for a free presentation on Transcendental Meditation. Being very curious, I decided to go. The presentation echoed the things I had read in the books. The man presenting explained how easy meditation was to learn and how it was the deepest level of wakeful rest that was possible. Unfortunately, it was fairly expensive. Luckily, I got a student discount, and the following week I found myself in the room with a teacher. Burning incense, rose petals strewn everywhere, pictures of men I had never seen before, and music that sound like the Gandhi movie soundtrack playing in the background. I was beginning to wonder if this was such a good idea. I sat down and we talked for a few moments. He asked me to sit quietly while he began speaking in another language that sounded like a very long prayer of some kind. Toward the end of this prayer... He began repeating a specific word. I didn't recognize the word, nor did I have any idea what it meant. He told me to start repeating it with him quietly to myself. His voice grew quieter, and he prompted me to continue saying the word. Then he motioned to me to close my eyes and repeat the word silently to myself. 
I did this for about 15 minutes. When I was through, I was astonished at how different I felt. It was as if I had just had the best night's sleep ever in less than 20 minutes. This was just incredible. I didn't understand it in the least, but I felt terrific. Since that first day, I have continued to meditate, and the effects are always dramatic. I feel alert, more energetic, and better able to focus on what I am doing. Even more benefits. When I was in my 20s, I was diagnosed with high blood pressure. I couldn't believe it because I was very healthy. I was at a healthy weight, exercising regularly, and I was eating correctly. Isn't that what you're supposed to do to stay healthy? The doctor told me I was going to have to take blood pressure medication, probably for the rest of my life. I learned that I had a family history of high blood pressure and that I had inherited those genes. The doctor told me I should have chosen different parents. Being one who selects the drug routes only as a very last resort, I looked around for other ways to heal my body of this problem. As soon as I started meditating regularly, my blood pressure returned to normal levels. Now, nearly three decades later, I continue to enjoy normal blood pressure and haven't swallowed a single high blood pressure pill. I found myself wanting to share what I had experienced and to teach others this technique, but I didn't want to go through the training that was required to be a meditation instructor. Several years later, while doing further research on transcendental meditation, I came upon some studies done by Herbert Benson and others at Harvard University. They discovered that it makes no difference what word, sound, or phrase is used during meditation. It is the process that makes it work, not the individual mantra, which was the secret word I was given that first day. It turns out that mantra meditation, which is meditation using repeated words or sounds, is very simple and it can be learned by anyone, anywhere. As I have since taught mantra meditation for nearly two decades, I have found very few things to have such a profound effect. Students frequently report feeling amazingly still and peaceful. Others say they feel better than they have felt in a long time. Occasionally, they mention surprisingly deep levels of inner silence. Many times, students remain in the room after class enjoying the stillness and serenity that they feel after meditation. Learning to Meditate the power of mantra meditation is in its simplicity. Begin in a seated chair. It can be a recliner or any other type of chair. Meditation is usually not done lying down because people tend to fall asleep. During meditation, deeper levels of brain waves are activated, yet you will usually remain awake and aware. It is as if you are asleep but not sleeping. Next, choose a word that you will repeat to yourself. I have found that it makes no difference what the word is. It could be ocean, sky, or even your own name. In my classes, I usually give a variety of suggestions, such as peace, still, one, silent, love, serene, happy, ocean, calm, or now. Close your eyes, sit quietly for about 30 seconds to let your mind settle before you begin saying the word. Repeat your chosen word softly in your head, not out loud. 
over and over at a very comfortable and easy pace, about once every five or six seconds. It would sound something like this. One. 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 And so on. I have found that 10 to 20 minutes is about the optimum amount of time to meditate. However, if you only have 5 minutes before an important meeting, a test, or an eventful evening, then take those 5 minutes and enjoy meditating for that long. Meditating for longer than 15 or 20 minutes is also just fine. Any amount of time meditating is time well spent. End by ceasing to continue repeating your mantra. Once you are through, take a while to return to normal consciousness. Allow yourself to remain seated, enjoying the peacefulness you've created for yourself. Slowly revive. Don't be in too much of a hurry to get back to daily activities, or you'll counteract the relaxation you've created. I suggest you take two to three minutes before you resume normal daily activities. That's all there is to this type of meditation. There are a number of other useful and interesting ways to meditate, but I have found this one to be the simplest one to do and the easiest to teach to others. I don't fully understand why it works so well, but I stopped caring how or why many years ago. I care deeply that it works, and this type of meditation definitely does. What will happen when I meditate? Several things will happen as you begin repeating your mantra. Not all of these will happen every time, but as you practice, you will usually experience one of these three things during every meditation. You may find it easy to remain on the word while your eyes are closed. You'll just keep repeating. One. 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 For most of the time you are meditating. Sometimes the space between the times you silently say your mantra might increase dramatically. For example, you might say the mantra just once every 15 or 30 seconds. I should add here that your ability to continue repeating the mantra during a session of meditation does not mean that you are necessarily a more proficient meditator. That is simply how the meditation goes sometimes. Another thing that will happen is your mind will wander. Thoughts of the many things that are going on in your life will come and go, and you will forget to repeat your mantra. This is not uncommon or a bad thing, nor is it something to be concerned about. When this happens, and it most certainly will, you simply bring your awareness back to the mantra. It might sound something like this. One. 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 Then your mind will then go to other things. I wonder what I should wear to the presentation tomorrow. I hope Rick finished the report. He's so cool under pressure. He'd be a great coach. I've got to leave at 5.30 to make it to Megan's soccer game. At some point, you'll catch yourself thinking about all these other things. When you do, just gently bring yourself back to repeating the word. Oh yeah, back to the mantra. One. One. 
one. Each time your mind wanders, bring it back to the mantra. Always be very gentle with yourself. Never think that you are a bad meditator or that you can't meditate because your mind wanders off too much. I have practiced meditation for over 25 years and I still notice my mind wandering. This is entirely okay. Whatever happens during meditation is appropriate as long as you return to the mantra when you notice other thoughts slipping in. You might also fall asleep. Another thing that may happen during meditation is you'll just zonk out. If this happens, and it will from time to time, then as you awaken from your deep sleep, gently repeat the mantra for a few more minutes before you stop meditating. Don't reprimand yourself for falling asleep. Be grateful for the opportunity you had to get some very deep rest. If you regularly fall asleep during meditation, it is a good indication that you probably need more sleep at night. When you awaken, you have only one intention. Gently return to the mantra when it occurs to you to do so. This is the only mental effort that you make during meditation. Whatever else happens during meditation is to be treated like ducks quacking in the distance. It's a lot of noise, but you don't give it too much attention. Your single objective is to repeat your mantra when you think of it. If anything else happens, your only directed thought is to return to the mantra when it occurs to you. When your mind wanders and gets wrapped up in other thoughts, you will eventually realize you are no longer repeating the mantra. When this happens, simply say to yourself, Oh yeah, back to the mantra. One, one, one. Do this each time your mind wanders. Tips for successful meditation. You can meditate virtually anywhere. I have found that you can wherever you are. I have meditated in airports, in cars, not while I'm driving, on trains, sitting next to a still lake, on tops of mountains, in boring meetings, in church, and other places where I can close my eyes and silently repeat my mantra. The effects are the same no matter where you are. There are, however, several things you can do to enhance your experience while meditating. Find a place where you will not be disturbed. Set your chair in a closet or in a room where the phone won't ring and no one will interrupt you. When you hear noises, don't treat them as annoying, but instead treat noises the same way you treat your thoughts. You hear someone cough in the next room. Oh yeah, one, one, one. You can actually use external noises as gentle reminders to return to the repetition of your word. It is also best, though not a requirement, that the lights be dimmed or off. Time moves differently. Sometimes 15 minutes will seem like 5. Sometimes 10 minutes will seem like 25. Usually time moves faster than you think it is moving. For this reason, it's good to have a watch or a timer close by. It's okay to briefly open your eyes, check the time, and then return. Finish your meditation correctly. This is the most important thing to remember. Have you ever been in the middle of a dream when suddenly the phone rang and you awoke abruptly? How did you feel after this rude awakening? 
most of us feel out of balance and irritated when this happens. During meditation, we achieve levels of rest similar to those during deep sleep. You do not want to come out of meditation quickly. If you do, you may feel irritated and out of balance, just as you do when awakened by the telephone or a loud noise. You must end meditation by slowly returning to normal consciousness. If you are interrupted, take a few moments to settle your mind and return to your mantra. Once you have returned to a relaxed state, slowly return to normal consciousness. Don't meditate right after eating a meal. People are far more likely to fall asleep while meditating after eating because it takes a lot of energy to digest food. Falling asleep after a big meal often leaves you groggy and sluggish, which is not the purpose of meditation. Meditate at least once a day, and twice is ideal. This is not always possible because of busy schedules, but I suggest there are two best times of the day to meditate. One of those is immediately after waking up in the morning. I find that it is a great way to jumpstart my day. The other time is in the afternoon, sometime between 4 and 6 o'clock. This is a wonderful way to rejuvenate yourself for your evening activities. I do not recommend using meditation to fix insomnia or to meditate right before falling asleep. You don't want to associate meditation with sleeping. There are other, better methods to help you fall asleep, which I'll show you a bit later in this workbook. You don't get better at meditation. Every time I meditate, I do it exactly the same way I did the first time I learned it. Practice doesn't make you a better meditator. However, the effects of meditation do tend to increase and expand with practice. There is a cumulative effect. I found that those who meditate, including myself, rarely get headaches, rarely get sick, rarely get overly angry with other people or struggle with so many of the symptoms of chronic stress. The quality of a good meditation is not determined by what happens while you are meditating. The quality of a good meditation is determined by how you feel afterward. This is why it doesn't matter if your mind wanders as long as you return to your mantra and, when you're done, you end the meditation correctly. As long as you feel rested, peaceful, energetic, or more balanced, then meditation is having its positive effects on you. There are many ways to meditate, and there is no clear evidence that one type of meditation is superior to the others. This mode of meditation that I explained to you is very simple and very powerful. For me, and a large majority of my students, few methods are as successful in producing the results for returning to balance and homeostasis as mantra meditation. 